Welcome to the Sigma Dad Pod, where I take you on the journey of learning what it means to be a Sigma Dad. Being a Sigma Dad means being a trailblazer, means breaking the patterns before you, because you know what kind of dad you want to be, and you're showing up every single day to become that person. So if you're ready to be the best dad you could ever imagine, strap in, listen up. And let's do this. Well, 2023 has come and gone, and I can't believe it's already 2024. I want to talk about a couple of things here, and I think the biggest one I want to talk about is self-improvement, is taking the time and effort to really invest in yourself, invest in your health, invest in your wisdom, invest in your business, your relationships. It's, it's really, really hard for us as men to sit down and be okay with the level of investment that it takes to be as good as we want to be in the areas that matter most to us. I think that's one of the hardest things because when we think about all of the things that we need to accomplish, it's overwhelming. We need to be a good provider, a good protector, uh, you know, a good teacher, someone who loves and is caring, someone who, you know, takes their boys and turns them into men, someone who teaches their daughter that, you know, these pansy-ass simp men are not good enough. You know, there's a lot of things that we need to do. We need to be a good husband. We need to love. We need to be kind and tender with our wives. We need to support them. We need, the, the, the list goes on and on. And when we have that list, taking time out to work out, to eat healthy, to get good sleep, to sauna, to do whatever it is that you need to do to learn and educate yourself for your business, for your work, to really put in the effort to become is a lot and it can be hard to be okay spending you know that time that money that effort that attention and maybe not giving it in places that you feel like matter more and oftentimes they do matter more but you have to do the groundwork in order to get to that place where you can do those things that do matter more so, you know, one of the things that I've been thinking about for 2024 is how to balance all of this. And I think the biggest thing that, or the best conclusion that I've come to is this simplicity. If you'll find the few things that matter most and you'll focus on them with all of your energy and effort, you don't have to worry about cutting out the other things because they just won't be there. And I think that's one of the biggest things. So for me, what you know, I've concluded is that relationships are the most important thing above possessions, above experiences, above memories, above anything else. Having the relationships with the people that matter the most to me in the world is the most important. Now, that does include yourself, and I think a lot of us have a hard time with this because we don't have a great relationship with ourselves. We do things that we regret later. We do things that aren't in our best interest if we're trying to have the best relationship with ourselves possible. We put things off. We put things aside. We lie to ourselves to try and be something that we're not, to try to be a version of ourselves that we think others will love more. And it's not okay. And so this year, 2024, is for me, is really about relationships. And that's going into everything that I do whether it's you know how I spend my time with my kids you know if the relationship's the most important thing my phone's going to be put away I'm not even going to think about my phone work or whatever else because you don't build a relationship with your kids by spending time with them while you're on your phone 
And that's just one example, but same with my spouse, you know, my wife and I, I've tried to make it a point every single night to make sure if we haven't during the day, if we, if we spend time during the day, then it doesn't happen as often, but to make sure we're playing a card game at night and we have some conversation decks that we'll draw a few cards and we'll, we'll ask each other questions and we'll make it an experience. We'll, we will spend good quality time together building our relationship and it's about the relationship. It's not about anything else. It's not about the card game. It's not about who wins, even though we're both competitive, it's about, does this build our relationship? And if it does, mission accomplished. If it doesn't, well, at least I tried, I learned, I grew, and next time I can do a little bit better. So it's about the relationship. Now, I think too many of us, because we've grown up in a time where mental health wasn't a thing, therapy wasn't a thing, we, we don't want to be weak, um, we haven't done the self-reflection of trying to figure out how good our relationship is with ourselves. You know, are you actually the person you want to be? Are you actually doing the things you want to do? Are you actually living a life that when you look back at you know, 80, 100, 120, whatever you live to, are you going to say, yeah, I am so glad I worked that job for 60 years. I'm so glad I spent so much of my time focused on the things that I was focused on. I'm so glad and proud of the effort that I put in for my health, for my enjoyment, for my personal satisfaction. If you aren't happy with those things, you need to fix it. You need to spend the time. You need to put forth the effort. You need to do the things that you know are important because you're going to regret it one day if you don't. And so for me, that relationship is the most important thing. Now, that takes you know another layer or another uh, version when it comes to my clients, who I'm working with. You know, I work with some of the biggest thought leaders in the world for YouTube, for YouTube strategy, and I absolutely love it. It blows my mind how much of my business has changed in such a short period of time. And, you know, I used to work with agencies and Fortune 500 companies, a couple of thought leaders, but nothing like what I'm doing now where the relationship to the thought leader is what drives me, is what's most exciting to me. And so, you know, one of the things that I've really been thinking about is who I work with, how I work with them, and what that relationship looks like. You know, I get needs to be someone who I really, really appreciate, believe in, want to work with. And, you know, it's, it's essential that I feel fulfilled by working with this person. And so, you know, I do have a couple of clients that I work with and I, I work with on a different basis than I would normally, but it's because I believe in them. I believe in what they're doing. I believe in their mission and I know that it's going to be successful. And, you know, I, I'm betting on it. I'm putting my name, my reputation on the line for it. And it's enjoyable. It's fun. It's, it keeps things interesting. It allows me to have amazing calls with clients and really, really enjoy that time. And, you know, in 2024, if I'm not enjoying that relationship, I'm not working with that person. And so that's one of the things that I feel like is... It's not difficult, but it is important and essential to have that uncomfortable conversation, to sit down and really recognize that, hey, if this isn't serving me, if this isn't serving more than just 
the revenue piece, the, the bottom line, it's not worth it. And, you know, I'm lucky that I have such an amazing business partner and mentor and really the people we work with have been phenomenal. There's only been uh, one or two instances where I'm like, wow, I really wish I hadn't worked with that person. And even then I learned wonderful lessons. I, I grew. It, it was a great experience. There's never been a time where I haven't worked with someone that wasn't a great experience or where I have worked with someone that wasn't. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes the reason a person is in your life is to teach you a hard lesson. And that's not always the funnest, but it creates a version of you that you can be proud of. It creates a version of you that's robust and able to handle difficult situations. And so even in those moments when you're like, ah, I don't feel like this is serving me the way I want it to, turn it around. How can you learn from this? How can you grow from this? How can this be a good thing for you? And learn from it, grow, and then get out of the situation. And learn how to avoid those situations in in the future. And you know, that's one of the things that I've done. And client selection has gotten better and better as time goes on. And it's it's really, really fulfilling for me. Now, do I wish I had more clients based on, you know, rejecting clients because I, I don't feel like that relationship could be there. I don't feel like that's, you know, best for me overall. Yeah, yeah, it would be nice. But the nice thing is that's a first world problem. I'm complaining. I'm not really complaining, but I'm, you know, in a position where I get to pick and choose who I work with. And the consequence of that is I make more or less money. But it's not the money that's important. It's the relationship, it's the experience, it's the personal growth, it's becoming the best version of me so that I never ever have to feel like I wish I was in a different situation. I can love every single day, I can love the version of me that I am and I'm becoming and I can love how I'm spending every minute of my day. One of the things that I, I've heard high performers and really, really successful people say is that they enjoy doing what they're doing. They're spending every moment of their day doing the things they enjoy. Often for them, it's work. That's why they're so financially successful. And that's perfectly fine. Why should they have to conform to any societal expectation, norm, whatever you want to call it, when they're living the life that they absolutely love and that they enjoy every single day? And you can do that as well. You can choose what it is that you want you can choose to enjoy things that other people might not like your life should look like something that other people would absolutely loathe because you love it so not so much it's so unique to you that you enjoy every single moment maybe that re means you read a book for two hours every single day some people would hate that i love listening to books and for Christmas, we actually started a new tradition where on Christmas, well, not Christmas Eve, but before Christmas, because I'm a slower reader. Um, you know, my middle son is a slower reader as well. My wife and our oldest are super, super fast readers. And I'm above average. Um, you know, I did some speed reading um, softwares and, and programs when I was younger. And so I do read faster than normal. I know that. But my wife and son are just completely next level. And so... For my sake and for my younger son's sake, we, we do the book exchange a little bit earlier <laughs> than just uh, Christmas Eve, but my wife bought me um, Shogun for Christmas, and it's been a fascinating uh, fiction book, and I have a really, really hard time reading fiction. It just, 
I don't know what it is. I can't sit down and read a fiction book. I think part of it is the quality of the um, the narrative, the quality of the storytelling, just the quality of the literature generally. If it's going to be a fiction book, it needs to be one of the best. And I've just never been the person to be in the fiction world. And so figuring out what the best is is a little bit difficult. Uh, but I've loved reading it and really, really have enjoyed reading it at night. And so I feel like things like that where, hey, I, this is something that I love, something I enjoy, something that I don't have to find is productive in the sense of producing a result. It needs to be productive in making me feel like I enjoy life, making me feel like this is how I want to spend my time. And it's made me feel that way. It's been really, really interesting to see because that's not something that I've really experienced before with fiction books, at least not since I was you know, like 10 years old. So crafting your life in a way that you enjoy, it's the fun part of life. It's the enjoyable part. You get to pick how you spend your time. You get to pick what you get good at, what you practice, what skills you acquire, what you say no to. And if you're not in that position, if you're saying, hey, you sound like you live in a fantasy world where your life is amazing and my life sucks, change it. This is your life. This is your decision. You get to choose. My life didn't always look like this. I grew up at poverty level or below. I, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't like saying this because I know how hard my parents worked to make sure that I had everything I ever needed. But I came from nothing. I really, really did. And, you know, I remember living in a trailer. I remember sharing a room with my three other brothers. I remember having so little, you know, clothing or food or toys, whatever it was. I don't look back on that and remember being unhappy because that's what I knew. I, I remember loving going outside and playing. I remember <laughs> playing in the mud in the, you know, the canal next to our, our trailer. Like, it just... There were so many good times and so many good memories that I, I hate remembering it that way because it wasn't that way at all growing up. But realizing that we were in a bad spot, there were times where we weren't sure if we were going to have food for dinner or things like that. Like that's that's hard. And for me, that was normal. And that's that's fine. But now I get to choose what that looks like. Sometimes that means you have to work extra hard. There were times where my business just didn't do nearly as well as it does now and that's okay as long as I know where we're going as long as I know what we're becoming you have the ability right now to choose hey I'm only working with this type of client and I'm here to tell you the more you work with clients that you love to work with that challenge you that allow you to become who it is and what it is that you want to be the faster you get to the revenue goals the faster you get to the satisfaction goals the faster you become the person you want to be. So don't think that it's the chicken before the egg. It's you have to choose and make the hard choices first. And then that slowly builds into helping you become the person that you want to be helping you to build the life that you want. It's those hard decisions. It's that struggle. It's the loss of revenue. It's the, you know, the relief and the satisfaction of firing clients and removing things from your life that aren't serving you anymore that allows you to become better, that allows you to build the life that you want. So don't think that because my situation sounds better or worse than yours, that you're in a position where you can't create the life that you want because you can. 
up to you it's your choice oh, a little reflection there for me 2024 is all about the relationships with myself with my family with my friends with those who i really really care about with my clients and that above everything else is what i'm going to be focusing on in 2024 so what are you going to focus on what are you going to do what are you going to make the most important so that when 2025 rolls around you can look back and say man 2024 completely changed my life because for me, 2023 completely changed my life. Everything is 10 times better. And I still have a long way to go. I'm still working on a lot of things. But it's ten time, literally 10 times better. I could never have imagined that I'd make this much progress in such a short amount of time. And it's because of the things I focused on. It's because of the things I put my effort and you know attention on. It's because I stopped leaning on motivation and started working and focusing on discipline. There, there are so many things that have really changed and created the life that I have now that you have access to. And I'm going to double down on those things in 2024. And I think you should do the same. Come up with your theme, your one word, your most important factor that would take you from where you are to the life that you want to be. And it's it's one year at a time. You know, if we're lucky, we get 100 years on this earth. And some people think that's weird. I'm in this space where I really believe humans are supposed to live 120 years, but that's discussion for another time. Um, and we just need to get out of our own way and really make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. And that's part of this relationship with myself. Am I taking care of my body, my physical health? You know, I'm in between a sauna session and a workout right now because I, that's what I do in the mornings. I spend the mornings investing in my personal health and so that's important to me go find your one thing and we'll go find your one thing go crush it and we'll see you in the next one i hope you've gotten value out of the show today if you have it would mean the world to me if you would share the show with a friend podcasts are notoriously hard to grow and word of mouth is actually the way that they grow the fastest so if you could take a second and text this to a friend or family member someone who needs this i would really appreciate it